0: back and thank you for listening to Xenozoic Xenophiles, a fan podcast devoted to the comic series Xenozoic Tales, a post-apocalyptic adventure series filled with Cadillacs and dinosaurs from creator, writer, and artist Mark Schultz. I'm Darren.
1: And I'm Ruth. And this is a fan podcast. We're not affiliated with Mark Schultz and the opinions expressed are just ours. We do this podcast simply because we enjoy reading and talking about Xenozoic Tales and other worlds created by Mark Schultz.
0: In this episode, we're continuing our coverage of the four-issue miniseries, Subhuman, from 1998.
1: The series is written by Mark Schultz and Michael Ryan and features cover art and character designs by Mark, with interior art by Roger Peterson.
0: We'll be coming back to discuss more of Xenozoic Tales in the near future, but we also want to cover some of the other wonderful worlds created by Mark Schultz.
1: For new listeners, we want to share a little bit about our title. Of course, the word Xenozoic is part of the title of the comic.
0: Xeno is defined as something that is strange or foreign, while zoic refers to a geological period of time. So xenozoic basically means strange age.
1: And a xenophile is someone who is interested in foreign lands and foreign cultures, and that word describes us perfectly, because we're definitely interested in foreign lands and cultures just like those found in xenozoic tales and the other worlds of Schultz.
0: Of course, some of you might be familiar with the series under the title Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which has occasionally been used for reprint collections as well as for video games, board games, and an animated TV series.
1: If you love these stories and the wonderful art, be sure to join the Facebook page Mark Schultz's Xenozoic Tales and Other Stories for the latest official news and information.
0: And if you're a fan of Mark Schultz, and we know you are, you'll definitely want to check out the current Kickstarter from Flesk Publications, For the Astounding Worlds of Al Williamson and Mark Schultz, which features three books and several
1: prints. The Kickstarter includes a fabulous new book of original art by Mark Schultz titled Carbon 4. Those of you who have picked up the previous Carbon books know just how gorgeous the art in those books are.
0: In addition to Carbon 4, there's also a new hardcover edition of Xenozoic, which is the book that contains all of the Xenozoic tale stories written and illustrated by Mark Schultz.
1: And there's also a new book featuring classic works by legendary artist Al Williamson.
0: Plus, there are four prints available in the campaign. Three are by Mark, and one is by Al Williamson.
1: John Flesks always puts together truly spectacular books, so we highly recommend these. If you're interested, be sure to check out the campaign on Kickstarter before it ends early in September. And
0: if you're a Xenozoic fan, it's great news to know that Mark Schultz is currently working on a new Xenozoic Tales graphic novel and Flesk Publications plans a Kickstarter campaign for that book when it's ready. More information will be released later, and we'll definitely let everyone know when it starts.
1: We always enjoy sharing listener feedback and being part of conversations with listeners on social media.
0: Please feel free to write in anytime and let us know what you think about the series. We'd love to know what you like best about the art and stories and how you first discovered Xenozoic Tales.
1: Later in this episode, we'll share feedback and we'll provide our email address and other ways to contact us at the end of the show.
0: Xenozoic Xenophiles is part of the Rad Adventures Network. If you enjoy the show, please consider checking out our other podcasts that are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube.
1: Trekker Talk is a fan podcast devoted to the adventures of 23rd century bounty hunter Mercy St. Clair from the pages of the sci-fi comic Trekker by writer and artist Ron Randall.
0: And Warlord Worlds is a fan podcast devoted to the comic creations of writer and artist Mike Grell, including The Warlord, John Sable, and Green Arrow.
1: Mark Schultz, Ron Randall, and Mike Grell are our favorite comic creators. Their stories are filled with adventure and interesting characters, and their art is excellent.
0: We'll include links to those other podcasts in our show notes, but for now, let's talk about Subhuman Issue 3, right after this message from another podcast you might enjoy.
2: Monthly, monthly, monthly! It's Action Film Face-Off!
3: Hello, I'm Jason the Weasel Skull Albrecht, and I'd like to tell you about a podcast I do with my brother, Jared Albrecht, yard sale artist.
2: Action Film Face-Off!
3: Yes, thank you, Jared. Action Film Face-Off is a podcast where my brother and I, who are both military combat vets...
2: Jason was a Navy SEAL!
3: Jason was not a Navy SEAL. Jason was a military intelligence wing. But anyway, in each episode of Action Film Face-Off, we select two different action films.
2: Some of them have Chuck Norris!
3: (laughs) Technically speaking, none of them have had Chuck Norris yet, but it could happen because we use a randomizer set between 1970 and modern day to select our two films. So you'll always get two films each from a different year.
2: Our randomizer
3: has spikes on it. (sighs) We use a Google random number generator, so it does not have spikes on it. And we put the films into our Video Dome arena.
2: It also has spikes
3: does not have spikes. (laughs) But we discuss the films and score them through six different rounds of criteria.
2: I score Bond films very high.
3: Okay, that's true. But anyway, by the end of the episode, we crown one of the action films the champion of action film face-off.
2: Next episode, Jason fights a bear.
3: (laughs) Jason is not fighting a bear, (laughs) but please give our show a listen. We're part of the Longbox Crusade Network of Shows.
2: Pat Samson killed a man with a sword once.
3: I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. But you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers under Longbox Crusade, or you can subscribe to just our show by searching for Action Film Face Off.
2: Come see the Blood Fly!
3: And that's Action Film Face Off. We do indeed invite you to come and see the Blood Fly.
2: I just said that. <laughs>
1: Subhuman number three december nineteen ninety eight Rapture and the Deep Chapter three Written by Michael Ryan and Mark Schultz. Cover Mark Schultz. Art Roger Peterson. Incasist Mark Lipka. Colors Dave Stewart. Letters Tracy Muncie. Designer Leah Rubaki. Assistant Editor Mike Hansen. Editor Philip Diamara. Publisher Mike Richardson.
0: Our story opens off the north coast of Africa, during the European Renaissance, with the story of scientist Agnes de Lumiere testing a new diving bell, which is her crowning achievement. But in the depths of the ocean, her diving bell is grasped by something ancient and evil. Darkness and cold terror fills her mind. It is the other, a primordial life that ruled the Earth billions of years in the past. Agnes recovers just enough to signal for an emergency ascent. But back on the deck of the ship, her mind is filled with strange visions and her body is in agony. Later, while working in her lab to find a cure, a priestess comes to her door and tells her the story of the ancient evil. And from her visions, Agnes knows the priestess is telling the truth. The priestess explains she is part of an ancient order that attends to a special breed of humans that battle the other. The order feared that special breed had been lost until they felt the presence of Agnes. The priestess helps Agnes in her research, and together they drive the strange visions of the other from her mind, but her body remains changed as she becomes the perfect genetic weapon to battle and eradicate the other.
1: Back in the present, Dr. DeVrome continues his test on Krill Stromer, who was previously captured by the salamanders and brought to Senator Malcolm Keneally's secret lab. Under heavy sedation, they have extracted the secrets of the other from Krill's mind, But as Krill begins to wake, Keneally decides they have all they need from Krill, so he has her dumped into the reject tank, where a giant crab-like creature waits to devour her. However, in the water, Krill's body immediately transforms and becomes translucent, and she begins to swim swiftly and easily dodges the giant claws of the creature.
0: St. John's in Newfoundland, Captain Jubal Early, Pandora Burquist, and Nikolai Vakarios are traveling to the Atlantic Hydrodynamics Laboratory. There they meet with chief researcher Amy Nishikawa, who is a longtime associate and friend of Dora and Krill. Amy is surprised by the unexpected visit, but immediately intrigued by the body of the dead salamander they have transported to her lab. Amy performs an autopsy and is shocked to discover the creature has an appendix, which means that it was once a human who has been transformed into this creature. Amy calls her father, who is the head of the Nishikawa Corporation, which has long been friends and allies of Dora and Krill, and whose company has benefited financially from items developed by the Stromer family in the past. Nishikawa is pleased to inform Dora that his company has found the Nyad, which is the advanced submarine designed by Krill's grandmother, Helene, that was believed lost at sea. However, it had not sunk, Instead, Nishikawa believes it was hidden by Helene, and explains that it suddenly surfaced in the Atlantic two days earlier, and Dora believes that coincidence is related to Krill.
1: Back at the secret lab, Krill, in her translucent form, continues to effortlessly avoid the giant crab-like creature as Keneally, Devrome, and others watch. Then Krill suddenly begins to engage the giant creature in battle— from the observation area, one of the onlookers comments about Krill's strength and mentions that she sank the Polyphemus, which catches DeVrom's attention. His son was serving on board that ship, and he didn't realize his son had been killed. Infuriated, Vrome tells Keneally that following the death of his son, he no longer has him on a leash. He will no longer follow Keneally's orders.
0: Next, we find Early, Dora, Nick, and Amy on board a submarine, which is part of a fleet of vessels headed toward an area that the Nishikawa family has identified as the location of Keneally's hidden base. (coughs) Alarms go off inside the secret base, and in the resulting chaos, Devrome takes the opportunity to grab a gun and begins shooting and destroying some of the lab's equipment. Devrome then turns the gun toward Keneally. However, just then, the giant crab-like creature crashes through the glass of the observation deck. It turns out that Krill wasn't trying to kill the creature, but instead took control of its mind and turned it to do her will. As the water rushes in, Krill leaps at Senator Keneally, but his son sneaks up from behind and knocks her unconscious with the butt of a gun. Malcolm Keneally and his son run from the room, just as early arrives flanked by guards from the Nishikawa family. They race after them, but the Keneleys reach the XB bathysphere they have been developing, and it drops into the sea. In the aftermath of the battle, Dora tells Krill that the Naiad has been found, and Krill says she knows where Kenele is heading, and she's confident they can use the Naiad to stop him.
1: The cover features a stunning image of Krill Stromer atop a much smaller version of the crab-like creature featured inside the issue. She's flanked on each side by members of Storm Force 10 who are armed and ready for battle. The back of the book again features some terrific development art, including images of Early, Krill, Dora, Nick, Keneally, and Krill's mother, Rachel.
0: The early part of this issue slows down a little from the previous one to give us some needed background history and some information to help us understand some characters' motivations. And once that issue has given us that needed information it immediately leaps right back into the action and builds to a fantastic final few pages and another thrilling cliffhanger. I love so many things about this issue, including learning the history of the Other and the Order and of Krill's family, and the mystery of the Nyad's sudden appearance is definitely intriguing.
1: The interior art by Roger Peterson is again excellent. I especially love the opening pages set during the Renaissance. The tall ships, the diving bell, and the glimpses of ancient Earth on those pages are all wonderful. I also love the sequences of Krill swimming with the giant crab-like creature. The art and coloring really do add to the otherworldliness of her translucent form. And the scene when the creature crashes into the lab is another excellent sequence.
0: There are also so many very clever Easter eggs in the issue. For instance, I thought it was interesting to see the name Agnes de Lumiere, which means pure or holy light. That's a great contrast to the darkness of the other that invades her mind.
1: And I noticed the name Nyad means water nymph, which is a terrific name for a mysterious submarine. I really like finding little touches and nods that add to the theme of a story like this. Very fun.
0: This is another exciting issue of a very intriguing series. I'm really excited for the next issue, though I also admit I don't want to see this story end.
1: Next up is listener feedback, when we share the emails and messages we've received since last time.
0: Thanks to everyone for the comments. Your support and encouragement is great, and we appreciate everyone who takes time to write in and get in touch and to share your thoughts.
1: Doug Meyer wrote to let us know he was excited to see we were covering Subhuman and that he owns the issues. Awesome.
0: John Baker was also happy about our last show when he wrote, Are you saying you've got a new podcast up and rolling? You just made my day. Thanks, John.
1: Green Lantern HG shared his excitement when we released the last episode and gave us some great promotions on social media. Thanks for listening and for all your support of the show.
0: We also saw an amazing sculpture of one of the salamanders online by none other than co-writer Michael Ryan himself on Mark Schultz's Xenozoic Tales and Other Stories Facebook page. It's awesome. If you don't already follow Mark's page, we recommend you check it out and look for that post with that amazing sculpture.
1: And Mark Schultz tuned in to the last episode, and he dropped a note to say, Thanks for your patented professionalism in delivering another excellent podcast. Again, a wonderful refresher for me regarding a story I haven't looked at in, wow, two decades. Where does the time go when you're busy living? You've got Michael Ryan and I talking again about pushing Stormforce 10 forward again. If only there were 25 hours in the day.
0: Wow, Mark. Just the fact that you two were even talking about the series again is very exciting to us. Now, if we could just help you figure out a way to find that 25th hour in each day.
1: Justin Beringer recently discovered Xenozoic Xenophiles and wrote, That's so cool you have a podcast about Cadillacs and dinosaurs. I loved the cartoons back in the 90s. It would make such a great live-action series or a movie now. It's like an untapped goldmine of adventure.
0: Justin also shared a fan movie trailer script he wrote, which is terrific. We really enjoyed reading it, and we'd love to see it on the big screen, too. It's just the sort of thing that people can appreciate who, in Justin's words, know the magic of the world Xenozoic Tales creates. We completely agree, Justin.
1: Vlad Pitnicki surprised us with some amazing photos that we recently shared on our Facebook page.
0: He created an amazing custom diorama titled, Jack Tenrick greets his favorite Mac as a tribute to Mark Schultz's Xenozoic Tales. He created a series of fabulous compositions featuring action figures, the Cadillac, and dinosaur figures.
1: They are all fantastic. If you haven't seen them already, please head over to the page to check them out.
0: And fellow fan Ken Nealing commented on Vlad's photos, saying, It would make a great movie series, without a doubt. Absolutely right, Ken.
1: Glenn Allen of Good Game Designs wrote to let us know about a tabletop game he developed that was inspired by Xenozoic Tales. It is called Dino Proof, and he kindly shared a promo copy of the Dino Proof book with us.
0: It looks like tons of fun and includes some really nice illustrations. The directions and explanations are clear and easy to follow. We really enjoyed reading the scenarios and the background information.
1: And we spent some time checking out the gameplay photos on the Good Games Designs Facebook page. The setup and figures look great. Head over to the Good Games design page to see more.
0: Thanks so much for sharing all that with us, Glenn.
1: We'll include links for both Vlad's diorama and Glenn's tabletop game in our show notes to make it easier for everyone to check them out. And we'll also include a link to the post with a salamander sculpture by Michael Ryan.
0: Next, we want to extend our thanks to everyone who supported the show on social media since last episode. These are people who commented or shared posts from us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and we sincerely appreciate all that support.
1: Before we start, let me say if we miss a name, just let us know and we'll correct it next time. And please forgive us if we mispronounce your name. Just write to let us know and we'll be sure to correct that next time.
0: Aaron Humphreys, Austin Appleby, The Bat Pod with Bill and Jay, Bill Dealing, Bob Kidd, Brian Mulvey, Camillus Peluso, Chad Hendall, Chandler Zero Art. Chris at BTO and Bat Books of the Professor Frenzy Show and Memory Minute Mondays. Chris Butler. Cliff LaRock. Darcy Draws. David Mayer. David Smith. Dennis Clark. Dennis Sakimbo, Derek William Crabb of the Fan Holes Podcast and History of Comics on Film. Doug Meyer. Dr. G. Man of of the Pulp to Pixel Podcasts. Dusty Boyd. Eric Neugren. S. Katie. FKA Jason. Frank Petrick. Gene Hendricks from The Hammer Strikes and Anime Freaks, Jerry Green of The Professor Frenzy Show and Bedtime Stories, Glenn Allen of Good Game Designs, Green Lantern HG, Ian Weber, J.E. Paz, James Mayhew, Jared Albrick The Yard Cell Artist, Jason Albrick of The Lombok's Crusade, and On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast.
1: Jeff Messer of the Mike Grill page and issues with Jeffrey Willis of the Hollow World blog and Wave Your Geek Flag, Jim Pisai. Jim Latimer, John Baker, who does sci-fi TV reviews at 3 of By Space and Beyond the Rim, Justin Berenger, Karen Williams of the Sweet Between the Pages Block, Keith G. Baker, Ken Kneeling, Ken solo artist, Corey Furman, Lux Bellator, Manuel Jimenez, Matt Gleason, Mike Martin, Miracle Man, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. Christatus, Paul Busarelli, Peter Noga, Professor Allen of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network, Randy Andrews, the sci-fi pod guy of Soundtrack Alley, Rick Lucy, Rick Sellers, Roberto Ramirez, Rodrigo Aravena, Ross Pipkin, Sal Gomez, Scott Connor, Thomas Sawyer, Podcrasher Tim Price, Vincent Warrikin, Vlad Pitnicki, Warren Montgomery of Will Lil Comics, William Palomeno, and William Weatherington. (laughs)
2: A <laughs> Kane Tendo pigtailed girl, a Tendo pigtailed girl, a Kane Tendo pig, ah! hmm? he's a burger What are you talking about? Berber!
0: will be lonely if she has to travel to hell by herself. You should give her some company.
2: Because it has already begun.
3: Big in Japan, an anime podcast. Now playing on fanholspodcast.blogspot.com
1: Before we go, we want to provide our contact information. Please let us know your thoughts through email, Facebook, or Twitter.
0: If you want to contact us directly or have something you would like to have read on the show, then please send an email to xenozoicxenophiles at gmail.com.
1: You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Xenozoic Xenophiles, and you can also visit XenozoicXenophiles.com for links to our social media pages.
0: You can listen to our show through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and all of our episodes are always available at XenozoicXenophiles.com.
1: You can also find the show on YouTube as part of the Rad Adventures Podcast Network. That's Rad, R-A-D, which is short for Ruth and Darren.
0: And on the Rad Adventures YouTube channel, you'll find all of the episodes of all of our podcasts, including Xenozoic Xenophiles, as well as Trekker Talk about 23rd Century Bounty Hunter Mercy St. Clair by Ron Randall, and Warlord Worlds about the comic creations of Mike Grell, including the Warlord, John Sable, and Green Arrow.
1: If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Every review helps the podcast to be more likely to show up in search results.
0: And on YouTube, we hope you'll subscribe to the channel and give us some likes on the videos.
1: Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you'll come back next time for another new episode of Xenozoic Xenophiles.
0: Xenozoic Xenophiles is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. For more information, please visit comicspodcasts.com. We are not affiliated with Mark Schultz or the various companies that have published the series. The views expressed on the show are solely ours. Music is taken from the album, Movie Tunes, Background Music, Songs, and Loops, Volume 2. We make no money from this podcast and no copyright infringement is intended.